Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you. Patanjali Yoga Sutras, Kaivalyapada, and uh, here we are again. So let's jump into the chanting and, and then we'll talk about what we're going to talk about. We won't even talk about what we're going to talk about. We'll just talk about it. Om Shri Gurave Namaha Om Shri Ganeshaya Namaha Om Shri Saraswatiye Namaha Om Vande Guru Nam Charanaravinde Sandarishita Swatma Sukhava Bodhe Nishreya Sejangarikayamane Samsara Hala Hala Mohashantye Abhakupurushakaram Shankachakrasi Tarinam Sahasra Shirasam Shvetam Pranamami Patanjalim Yogena Chittasya Padena Vacham Malam Sharirasya Chavaidyakena Yopakarottam Pravaram Muninam Patanjalim Pranjali Ranatosmi Om Asatoma Sagamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amritangamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahana Bhunaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejasvinavati tamastuma vidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 Om Namo Brahmavidbyo Brahmavidya Sambradaya Kartribhyo Namo Vamsarishibhyo Namo Mahadbyo Namo Gurubhya Sarvo Paplavarita Pragnana Ghana Pratigarato Brahmaivahamasmi Om Tatsatu Om Paramatmane Namaha Shri Patanjala Yoga Darshanam Atta Kaivaya Padaha Janma Oshati Mantra 
tapas samadhi jaha siddhayaha janmaushati mantra tapas samadhi jaha siddhayaha jati antara parinamaha prakriti apurat jatyantara parinama prakritya purat namittam aprayojakam prakritinam varana bhedaha tu tatas kshetrikavat namittam aprayojakam prakritinam varana bhedas tu tatak kshetrikavat Nirmana Chitani Asmita Matrat Nirmana Chitan Yasmita Matrat Pravritti Vede Prayojakam Chittam Ekam Anekesham Pravritti bede prayojakam chittam ekam anekesham Tatra dhyana jam anashayam Tatra dhyana jam anashayam Karma ashukla akrishnam yoginaha tri vidam Itaresham Karma Shukla Krishnam Yoginas Trividham Itaresham Tatas Tat Vipaka Anugunanam Eva Abivyaktihi Vasananam Tatas tat vipaka nugunaname va bivyaktir vasananam Jati desha kala vyavahitanam api anantaryam smriti sanskarayo eka rupatvat Jati desha kala vyavahita nama pyanantaryam smriti sanskari yore karupatvat tasam anaditvam cha ashishaha nityatvat tasam anaditvam cha ashisho nityatvat Hetu Pala Ashraya Alambanaihi Samgrihi Tatvat Esham Abhave Tat Abhavaha Hetu Pala Ashraya Alambanaihi Samgrihi Tatvat Esham Abhave Tat Abhavaha Atita Anagatam Sarupataha Asti Adva Bedat Dharmanam 
अतीतानागत स्वूपस्तभेदाधर्मासूक्ष्मुण आत्मासूक्ष्मुणात्मा हरिनाम एक वस्तु परिणामकेदाभक्त पंथा वस्तु चित्तभेदात पंथा न एक चित्तंत्र चेत वस्तु तत्प्रमाणक तदा किम सियाचि तंत्र चेत वस्तु तरप्रमाणक तदा किम सियापराग अपेक्षितिस्तु ज्ञात अज्ञात तरुपरागापेक्षितिस्तु सदा ज्ञाता दृश्यवासमे चुभय चित्तंतरदृश्ये बुद्धि बुद्धे अति प्रसंगः स्मृति संकरः च चित्तंतरदृश्ये बुद्धिबुद्धेरति प्रसंगः स्मृति संक्रमायातिसक्रमायाबुद्धिवेदनम चित्तेरप्रतिसक्रमायातिसंवेदन द्रष्टृश्य उपरक्त चित्त 
ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥಶೂನ್ಯಾಂಗುಣಾಂಪ್ರತಿಪ್ರಸವಕೈವಾಯಂಸ್ವರೂಪ್ರತಿಷ್ಠಾವಾಚ
without what? Without bija, seeds. And seeds is referring to samskaras, right? Because the samskaras are the, the tendencies that prompt us to behave certain ways or prompt us to be attracted towards certain things or repulsed by certain things. These are all, they're seed energies that sprout forth and produce thoughts and feelings and words and actions and choices. So if in the Nirbija Samadhi, the perspective is that you're able to separate yourself from those impulses that, that are inside you, right? You've accumulated all these habit energies, but you're able to uh, observe them from a place of wisdom. And not be uh, regrettably <laughs> influenced by them. You know, when the devil is talking to you in one ear and the angel is talking to you in the other ear, right, you're able to, to um, recognize the, the devil, the, the negative uh, suggestions as being not, not the route that you want to take if you were to think about it from a higher perspective, not from the short-term uh, gratification perspective, but from the long-term, uh, what, what are my goals in life, right? I want to be more successful in my relationship at, at home. I wanna be more successful in my work in the world. I wanna be uh, happier, right? So all these goals require that we have, we, we have to plant the right seeds, right? If we're, if we're too easily influenced by the, the devil's influence, the samskaras, then we're going to have a difficult time generating the kind our our life towards those goals, those higher aspirations. So near to be just samadhi, right? We, we're able to transcend the false influence of the mind that the mind wields. Like a weapon over our over our wisdom, right? over our common sense, uh, and it influences our understanding of the ourselves and our world while they're active. That's all. The flip side of that, right, is kind of it dovetails into the Dharma Mega Samadhi, right? That you operate from your pure unconditioned mind, right? You're not operating from the seeds that you've cultivated, that you've harv uh, planted, the seeds that you've sowed in eons of, eons of lifetimes in the past and in this lifetime. Uh, but you're able to operate from the mind that is... Uh, always pure, always present, always infinite. That's the Nirabhija Samadhi. Like last week, right, we talked about Dharma Mega Samadhi, right? You're, you're, a you're a cloud, a virtuous cloud showering forth virtue, right? The behavior side. So this is the, the side that you've overcome the perspective of what you're not being influenced by, 
you're near to bija, you're without those influences. Not that they're not there, but you have an, you're established in uh, from a different perspective that you're able to function from your wisdom self, what people call their higher self, right? The dog will still bark when you walk down the street. But you say, oh, sweet dog, instead of jumping and being scared or instead of pulling out your gun to shoot the dog, you stupid dog, why'd you kill? <laughs> right. You have two reactions, right? One person gets pissed off at the dog for sneaking up on it. Stupid dog, hate dogs, barking, parking, parking, parking. The barking's driving me crazy. Uh, or the or they're, they're um, startled by it. Either way, it's, it's, you know, those are the seeds that we have, our habit energies, how we react. Dharma Megas, our mannerism, right? We act out, out of a pure intent of altruism. And, and the samadhi side, we have that experience of oneness is something that's uh, become natural, prasankhyana, right? rather than using one of Patanjali's earlier technical terms for meditation. Right? He's using a term to indicate that it, it's a, a ripening and a maturing from the fruits of our, our labor. It's a, the cause and effect has reached a point of becoming uh, uh, it's it's at a different level. Is that all I have to say? That's so little. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, so with Nirbija Samadhi, right, it's going beyond the samskaras. Nirbija beyond the seeds, the samskara seeds. Uh, and, right, so what, what this is, is essentially, this is another way of talking about avidya, our confusion or our misconceptions or our ignorance, however you want to uh, say this avidya in English. Right? Avidya is, we operate from a place, from a uh, misconception about the world. You think, you wrongly think that more money makes you happier, but then even though rich people are not happy, still you chase after money thinking it's gonna make you happy. If only I had enough money to blah, 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 blah. If only I get that raise, then I'll be happy. If only I get the next pose in the Shtanga Yoga sequence, then I'll be happy. If only, I could catch my heels easily. And it didn't take so much freaking work to get my heels. Then I'll be happy, right? It's always something else. And when you get, once you get your heels, then you're gonna come up, trust me, you're gonna come up with something else. Once catching your heels becomes, catching your heels becomes easy enough, you're gonna come up with something else, right? It's, it's uh, not the right place to look for your happiness. You're externalizing. So this is all based on what we call avidya, this false notion. The dog barks 
and you fear for your life, you jump out of your skin. The dog's behind the fence. You don't need to be scared. It's not going to get you. And even if it does get you, you're still going to be okay, right? Even if you end up in the hospital, you're still going to be okay. Trust me. Even if you end up dead, you don't wake up tomorrow. But we have this notion, you know, of fear of, of it ending. Uh, so avidya, uh, we're confused about our existence and the phenomenon of the world. And the confusion creates all the different things we call kleshas, right? So many different ways of talking about kleshas. In Patanjali Yoga Sutras, we have five kleshas. Uh, avidya, we have ignorance, and we have uh, ego, right? your identity, you're so attached. You think your personality is is your is who you are. Uh, you think your possessions and your personality is who you are. Uh, your your likes and your dislikes. You let them d dictate decisions for you, dictate actions, and and compel you from moment to moment through through your life. Even let we even let you know our. Like when we fall in love, we're so driven by the chemistry, the, the endorphins in our body, we lose our head completely. We're so compelled. Uh, and then after two years goes by, then you realize <laughs> it's a whole different experience. Um, what are the other kleshas in the Yoga Sutras? Aversion, the opposite the flip side to the attraction, right? chasing after something that's going to fulfill you and make you feel whole and complete. Right? This thing that you don't like is interfering with your ability to feel whole and complete. So again, it's something external. It's something you're not taking responsibility internally for yourself, not taking responsibility for your own mind. You're blaming the, the thing outside of yourself and fear, the five. Uh, but also, if you look at the six enemies, the Arishadvargas, those are also just another group, uh, another group of kleshas. They have lust, they add lust to it, they add uh, pride to it, um, greed, instead of saying desire, raga, they say um, lobha, you, you just want, 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 want to obtain, obtain, obtain. Uh, so in the Nirbija Samadhi, right? We can first, how are we going to go beyond our samskars and reach this place where our samskars don't have so much they don't wield so much power over us. And first we have to kind of get a hold of our kleshas. We have to start to recognize them. We have to fess up to them. Right? Like in the 12-step Alcoholics Anonymous 
program, first thing is you have to realize that there's a problem. There's, there's a behavior that's, that's destructive, not helpful. And then you can start taking steps to uh, climb up out of it. So it's the first part of afflictions to recognize it. Uh, and if you get, if you manage to get some, if you're able to manage your afflictions, right, then we can start looking at the ignorance that's underneath underlying them. And uh, there's five, five aspects to the ignorance. We have one, two, three, four, five. Wrong views. Five aspects to having wrong view. The first one is the view of the body. And we get we want we want the body to be comfortable. We're attached to pleasure. We want a nice house. We want the spa treatment, we want the massages, we might want to take a little wine to relax the body, all these things because we were so identified with the body and the feelings, the sensations of the body and the everything that is part of the body, the mind, right? not just the feelings, right? the shape of the body, the form of the body, it's strong or it's big or it's small it's weak we don't like our body we do like our body we're obsessed with our body because it's so beautiful and we can't stop looking at ourselves in the mirror or we think we're too skinny and i'm so worried that i'm going to lose weight and become skinnier and then people are going to think i'm scrawny and i won't get any respect but this is all misidentification with yourself as the form of your body the feelings in your body your leg pain when you try to sit for an hour doing the chanting in the pranayama uh, or the in the back bends or whatever the, the feelings are. When it's too cold outside, you want to get warm. When it's too hot outside, you want to get cool. You want to turn the air conditioner on. So all the the desire to to correct and shift from one extreme of feeling to another to a more comfortable uh, type of feeling. This is all because the, we're misidentified with the body. We have the wrong view of the body. And it also includes all the memories and content in our mind that we identify that is who we are. That is not the infinite pure mind. That is just the memories that have been accumulated through the journey and the habit energies, they're also just things that have been accumulated. Your personality, your intelligence, the way your mind processes things. Vijnana. These are all just manifestations. They're not the pure infinite. Alexis, you have a Is question? Is that typo? Uh, maybe. Typo? B-I-J-N-A-N-A? Big Nana? 
Oh, the the N and the J are backwards. Is that right? Yeah, yeah they're backwards. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even sure when you pointed it out. <laughs> yes, they're backwards. Nyana, J N. Correct. Okay. Uh, we good with the first one. Simple, simple uh, concept. Do you buy it? Or does it sound too, is we raising the bar too high for you? Because <laughs> if we're, this is like what we, just referred to earlier with like the the raga or the devesha you know the things that you you think something else is going to make you happy or you think something else is the cause of your unhappiness so all these different things within your manifestation your birth your form these are also external things relative to your true essential nature the and we're because the body is always going to have issues you can't live a life without avoiding any kind of issues is impossible jesus got nailed to a cross krishna's whole family was destroyed in the end Yeah, even you know, for the big guys, they they experience such catastrophic uh, experiences. And thus, the point is not to avoid having things happen to us. The point is to be able to stay connected to your wisdom, to open your wisdom, become more stable-minded and function from a, a higher place. So the body is the first point of the, the first thing that we come in contact with that's creating a vidya. Causes so much suffering, right? The way we respond to things when we we, we don't like discomfort and we want things to be comfortable either in our mind or in our environment, in our body. Even just trying to avoid a temptation is uncomfortable and we don't, we don't even like having to deal with that. It's uncomfortable. But when we give in, if we give in to the temptation, the consequences uh, we'll have more suffering than the little bit of suffering you feel trying to avoid, trying to overcome, resist the temptation. Okay, so number one is view of body. And then I think they get a little bit more esoteric after that. But we're going to go through them anyways. 
belief in extremes, eternity, right? Some thinking that uh, when you, you die, you go to heaven, you go to an eternal heaven or an eternal hell, doomed to an eternal hell or rewarded in an eternal heaven. I used to think something about that doesn't make sense to me because I think I would be bored. It doesn't make sense. Like I would just be happy. Everything's perfect in like a static state. I, I had, I really had no idea when I was younger, like what it could be, but this idea of like an eternal heaven, it just didn't, something didn't resonate with me about it. Like, cause I can't sit still very well. So this idea of a, a static a, a state being permanent, uh, permanent, perfect state, it, it didn't, I can't imagine myself being happy <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> I thought I'd go crazy. <laughs> I'll turn my hair out. I'll just go bonkers. I need to do something. <laughs> Don't chain me up in a perfect state <laughs> and call it heaven. Uh, so belief in, in a permanent state. Or the opposite side of that is the nihilist. He thinks that this is it. Once you're dead, there's nothing else. Death is a permanent state of nothingness, a permanent end. So that also has some problems, but I think that we talk about them in another one also. So the deviant view, deviant view. You don't recognize cause and effect. You, you don't think that your actions have consequences. So you can uh, be mean to your neighbor. You can steal credit for things done at work, no consequences. You can treat your spouse poorly, no consequences. Right. So you have a, all the horrible things in your life are just bad luck it has nothing to do with anything I did it's just bad luck uh, and I'm going to just do whatever I want because there's no, I don't believe in cause and effect at the end of this life that's it anyways so what's it matter I might as well have fun All right that's right, how it's re it connects with this nihilism Right. They think that's the it, right? So that's part of, that's an extension of not believing in cause and effect because if, if the, at the end of this body's life, the soul doesn't continue, then all the good or bad things you did in this life, there's no consequence for them to continue. You don't have, get to or you don't have to experience the retribution or the rewards 
from things that you did in this life. So then you can just go about your business and treat people however you want, do whatever you want. Deviant view. So far, so good. Uh, views grasping views. Basically, right, in a nutshell, we think we're smarter and wiser than we actually are. I've done this before. <laughs> you make you reach some pinnacle in your practice and you think you're more enlightened than you actually are. So childish. <laughs> Kids make those kinds of mistakes, right? Have you, you seen the sign when I was younger that a lot of the teachers had a sign in high school. A lot of the high school teachers they had a sign up at the in their classroom that says, quick, hurry up and move out of the house, get a job and 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 make a lot of money while you still know everything. <laughs> Something like that. You've seen that that saying before? No? You two aren't American, but uh oh actually am I the only American? <laughs> Tatiana and Christina. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Okay. Uh, that, that will definitely, you know, limit your ability to, to be open to continuing to grow when you think you're further along than you actually are. It's very akin to if you think you know something, once you, you have a conclusion about something, then your mind becomes um, a bit impermeable. So it's hard to see the thing as a, a living thing changing or to see other facets of it, see it from different angles. Right, like it's very difficult to see Trump for who he really is because we have a conclusion about him. We're very convinced he, he is the best president ever or we're very convinced he is the worst president ever. And we have this fixed idea about, about him. So it's very difficult to actually, you know, see him as a, He's a person. He's complex. People are complex. Uh, scary example. Sorry, I brought it up. And then the fifth one is excessive prohibitions. You mistake the the rule, right? Yogis like like rules. 
be a vegetarian, don't eat meat, right? You got to get up early. <laughs> you, you, you can never, uh, never lie. So when your spouse asks you if they look good, you have to be honest. <laughs> no, honey, you look terrible. I'm supposed to be speak the truth. Don't don't hit me. <laughs> uh, and we have to be wise about uh, what we say. And uh, not just follow a rule blindly or rigidly. We do it in our asana practice, especially younger practitioners. You learn one or two rules about how to do a certain pose, and then you adhere to those rules rigidly. Right? And these have to be straight, and they can never reach the floor with their hands because they're only thinking about the one rule they know, that the knees are supposed to be straight. And they're not thinking, well, there's another rule. Your hands are supposed to be flat on the floor also. You're not doing that. So what made you think you should be rigid about keeping your knees straight and completely neglect the other rule of putting your hands flat on the floor. And then, well, I can't, if I put my hands flat on the floor, I can't straighten my legs. Well, so you can't be rigid about either of those two rules, can you? You have to be flexible. In order to get flexible, you have to be flexible. If you're rigid, you won't become flexible. Right? <laughs> so don't eat garlic and onions because it has like a demonic energy to it. But what if somebody serves you some food made with love and care they went out of their way, you know, to prepare it for you. They stayed up an extra two hours last night after their kids went to bed and made you some food. And they put egg in it and they put garlic and onions in it. And, and uh, you're supposed to be rigid. <gasps> it's just reject it right in their face. <laughs> and that's the best thing to do because I don't want to break my rules. <laughs> Or you say, thank you so much. This is lovely. Can't believe you did that. You're so warm hearted. Uh, so yeah, when you when you you take the rule as the goal, adhering to the rule as the goal. That's not cultivating wisdom. That's cultivating military uh, obedience. So the thing here is learning to look at things with a more fluid uh, perspective. You can dance around a little bit and see it from different sides and see, because there's always so many different faucets to everything going on. We, it's 
we just look at one thing, we're neglecting so many other things. And then, and then our consciousness is not growing. Right? It's actually shrinking, getting tighter and less permeable. I stole those from Buddhism, by the way. Uh, since we're not at the point of Dharma Mega Samadhi yet, I thought it'd be useful to look at some of the things that help us. Uh, some of the places where we might be erring. And that's keeping us from from growing to get there since that's the level we're at. So let's let's do sutra text again, four twenty nine, and then we'll go to the next sutra. Prasankhyane api akusidasya sarvata. Viveka kyatehe dharma megaha samadhihi prasankhyane pyakusi dasya sarvata viveka kyater dharma megha samadhihi Kaivalya dharma megha samadhi, the fruits of practice having fully matured. Desires are transcended and there's nothing left to be gained because the meditative state of samadhi arises naturally and incessantly. Dharma mega, virtue showers forth. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. From the state of Dharma Megha Samadhi, kleshas and karma come to an end. Nivritti come to an end. Short sutra. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. You need the sun's back up, Denise? You're good? Okay. Consequently, tata. Consequently, klesha, the afflictions, the compulsions that compel us to urge us on to act certain ways. Tata, klesha, karma, the cause and effect, the actions that have consequences. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. Nivritti means to stop, cease, or stop. So for the, the one who's uh, reached this level in their cultivation, the kleshas, the afflictions arising from avidya, misconception, uh, along with the, the bondage, that comes with it, right? Karma. Uh, karma is a kind of bondage 
for the average person. There's a stickiness to it. Arising from the myriad of uh, experiences encountered each moment, right? This all comes to an end. So they say. Doesn't mean life has not ended. Doesn't mean nothing's happening. So if we're looking for that, uh, eternal place where we have no more problems anymore, but that's not what we're talking about. The eternal heaven, a permanent state of perfection. The temperature is just right. The sensation is just right. The emotion is permanently just right. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, the bondage, right? It's it's because the mind is attached to those different things that we talked about. It's a bondage. We experience things not the way we want them to be. Tata klesha karma. So at this point, right, from Sutra 429, where we have the Dharma Mega Samadhi, right, that also means the mind that is as pure as spirit. Right? That's the way it's defined in Sutra 355. Kaivali is defined as the, the sattva, the higher mind, is as equally as pure as Purusha, as spirit. So we're influenced by spirit. Even though we still have an, un, an innumerable amount of impressions and memories and samskaras and karmas in our makeup of our manifestation, right? We're in communion with spirit and spirit is influencing us. So the, the, the one who is the cloud of virtue showering forth is not to say he's without baggage. But you probably, you maybe, maybe don't need to use that negative term that we ordinary mortals use. We call it baggage because it feels like baggage, right? It's a negative connotation, baggage, stuff that makes us not feel very enlightened, <laughs> stuff that makes us drag our feet going into certain situations or makes us, I hate that. Uh, so it's not to say they're without that, but the, the way it's affecting them, nivrittihi, 
तेशकाड़मनिवृत्ति is not the same way it's affecting the normal person. And even though this is one story uh <laughs> in in the during the Tang dynasty in China there's a guy named Master Huinang, Huinang, Huinang uh who was uh he became a teacher for a lot of enlightened Buddhist monks. and uh but there's one guy who who thought he was enlightened and in buddhism in this kind of buddhism they like you can be enlightened and you can become more enlightened and you can continue becoming more enlightened until you become a buddha basically is is the the way they describe it so the guy is came to master huinang and was saying oh my mind i can i can stop the 100 thoughts <laughs> and meaning he can stop his mind at will and uh and i the, when stuff happens i have no there's no reaction uh i forget exactly how the, how the the text went but and then the master huinang's response was like Eh, big deal you can stop the 100 thoughts like i don't even try <laughs> and and i have reactions so he he is say he basically is point saying that your level of enlightenment is rudimentary that's that's a beginning level there's another level where you're able to things are able to happen and it's not this but it's not the same for the for the ordinary mortal like like the rest of us down here in the in the mud so they can be in the mud and they can have the reactions but it's not uh too bad i don't remember all the details to that that little story uh anyways you get the idea so the the klesha and the karma the idea the point is that they're not erased there's no magic atomic bomb that obliterates klesha and karma but it's a different it's a different way of It's a different experience, a different way of relating to the klesha and the karma. So in, in the first chapter, Sutra 124, Patanjali uh, is talking about this Ishwara God energy. and he says klesha karma vipaka ashayai ashayai hi aparamrishtah uh it's aparamrishta untouched so all these normal things that come with klesha and karma the the consequences as they ripen the vipaka and the 
impressions, the residues that they leave behind. The Ishwara is a, is a special Purusha, a special soul. Purusha Vishesha. Right? That is untouched by the normal happenings. So God is, like that expression, in the world but not of the world. Not of the world. The mind, the, the pure mind is always pure no matter how much drama we impose upon ourselves. The pure mind is not tainted by any of the different experiences. So why would it be tainted by having a reaction? If there's an earthquake, ah, ah, have a little drama, it's okay, right? Sometimes one of my, one of my tenets for myself is it can, for small issues, it's okay to afford the luxury of having some drama because drama can be fun, right? They wanna just always be stoic, no reaction. Right, that's what's the point if you can once you can do that okay great now go have some fun <laughs> uh so but if but if it's a life-threatening situation you need to be able to have your mind clear you know depending on the level the severity of the situation when you can afford to to go along with the ride and have some drama and have some fun and then when when it's important to set aside the the dramatic reaction response, right? so that you can deal with the situation and protect yourself and the and the people around you that that need help being protected. So go ahead and sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the big stuff because the big stuff has big consequences. The small stuff is it's it's okay. You can handle the small consequences. So you can go ahead and enjoy the luxury. And so this master Huaynung saying, right, if when things happen, he has a reaction, right, it's okay. And he doesn't get caught up in the idea that he needs to keep his mind free from ever having a thought. It's okay if his mind has thoughts. He's beyond needing to stop his mind. But of course he can if he needs to. So Ishwara right, has this quality to it. It can be in the drama, but ultimately it's it's not tainted. It's not touched by the drama, even though it might participate in the drama of life, the daily happenings, the ordinariness, the normalcies of daily life. We good? Christina, you have anything you wanna comment or add? If you're able. 
I didn't really have anything unless you want me to. That's okay. Not required. Just checking in with you. Uh, okay. Then we'll recite the sutra one more time and then do the closing chant. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. Tata klesha karma nivrittihi. From the state of Dharma Mega Samadhi, klesha and karma comes to an end. It's not what you think. Om Tat Sat. Uh, question before we do the closing chant. Uh, anybody who wants to stay afterwards, uh, I'm going to recite the fourth chapter, the, the second line, all the sutras, all the words run together. If you want to stay and, and join, please do. If you don't, that's okay. But uh, for those watching the video, uh, it'll be after we close. So, uh, recitation of the sutras without breaking the words apart and doing each sutra twice like we do in the beginning normally. I have a question. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, please. What is a pritti? What What is the meaning of pritti? Oh, like this word here from the last sutra? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so vritti means, literally vritti means whirl. Whirl? Uh, yeah, to twirl. Fluctuate. To fluctuate, uh-huh. Then, um, but it doesn't mean when we're talking about chitta vrittis, the mind fluctuates. Yeah. But vritti means specific types of fluctuations. Patanjali defines the vrittis as right perception, wrong perception, um, conceptualization, uh, uh, memory, uh, sleep, and memory. Five vrittis. Oh, yeah. So he's not using the word to mean fluctuation. Mm. He's using the word to mean the functions. Mm -hmm. Each, there's different types. The wave functions, mm. right? The, the waves are energies. So there's different types of energies that the mind can perform. Then mm -hmm. the. So here, so vritti means okay. like movement movement yeah or or fluctuation so ni mm. means mm. not like to, to stop yeah then it doesn't say the we we not we're not gonna never have clash of karma no he doesn't say we don't have them in alignment but they see they, they they're the way they function we're gonna have it right we we're gonna have the still clash and karma. Yeah. 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 Okay. But but it's like uh, you're when we're young, right? We like when you're when you're six months old, the toys you you like are not the same toys you like when you're two years old. Mm -hmm. 
And then again, when you're five years old, right? And the things that upset you when you're two years old are not the same things that upset you, cause disturbance in your mind as they were, you know, when you were two, now you're five, you're so growing up, right? <laughs> not bothered by the it same thing that five. you were bothered by when you were two. I mean, I'm so growing up now, I'm five years old. And then, and then again, when you're eight years old and then 11 years old, right? You're, you're outgrowing, you're maturing, your perspective on things is changing. And the, the purpose of the things that you're involved with is, is changing, right? In the beginning, you just wanted, you liked the colors. They were, they were very distinct and bright. You can tell red from yellow, right? They're using primary colors because your eyes are not very well developed yet. Your hands are not very well developed yet. So everything is, is kind of big and, and very distinct. And, and it's just there to kind of like, you know, ooh, I can shake around, right? The purpose is very rudimentary of the toys when you're really little. Then, then when you're four or five, right, you want Legos. You want to be able something that you, I can put them together, right? Now there's, there's more, the purpose is more complex now of the toy right? and you start having more imagination right and and you need toys that right you you interact with your imagination more and as you get older right you, as you grow as your mind matures the, these things you outgrow the things that you were interested in when you were younger and you naturally start to see more about life and yourself and understand yourself more and your interaction and so now i want a phone right i want a nice phone <laughs> and i want a nice car and i want a sexy wife and i want to you know <laughs> i'm kidding uh but the point is right we it's it's a natural process that we we outgrow things as our mind becomes more aware as our mind gains more depth and more wisdom we will naturally outgrow the things we used to be interested in and our interest will follow the level of our the depth of our understanding and our wisdom so i do have a comment if you want yeah sure so the vrittis, one was a, so if the, th the kleshas is still there, but you know what used to bother you doesn't bother you anymore. It's, it's already been happening to us. That's my point. It's gonna continue happening, especially if you're in pursuit of studying and, and growing your wisdom. Okay, Christina. Yeah, I'm just going to add to that. I mean, it's everything that was there before is still there, but it's empty now because there's no self to experience it, to react to it. Yeah. That's what the emptiness is. It's, it's right, all empty. Right, right, right. Very good. There's, just, there's no attachment. Yeah. Because you see it differently. Before, when you saw it, it was everything. And now, now... It's different, right? 
empty. And, and empty can mean like no reaction or no attachment. Uh, I think it can also mean like you see through it. Yeah. Could any, any other way to describe the way empty, empty manifests, Christina? Um, no, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty much, it. I guess just, I, yeah, I'm right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. The point I wanted to make is that this process is already happening to us. A lot of things have already become empty to us. If you look back at yourself from when you were, you know, three months old, six months old, two years old, five years old, so many things have become empty already. And if, if we're interested in cultivating our wisdom, then, then it's definitely going to continue. But we have to be careful, you know, that we don't get caught in traps, uh, you know, and our mind starts fixating and creating new <laughs> conclusions. And when we have an insight today and then we, we create a new idol, we make our insight from yesterday as an idol for today. <laughs> this is, we have to be mindful each, not just each moment, you know, or each day, but each moment we're look, we're we're not hanging on to the insights that we might have had. They might still be there, but they're but it's it's a living thing, not a a static thing. Tatiana, you had a question. No, it's it's a different reality, right? Because if you you're perceiving it and you have a different perspective, either from like, like maturity or change in cognition or maybe through wisdom, right? It's like a different reality, but it's all part of the same reality, isn't it? Right, yeah. Yeah, we're all experiencing a commonness in this reality, but yet we're having different realities, experiencing reality differently. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when you're... When, when a lot more things become empty in your life, it becomes difficult to talk to other people <laughs> or relate to your neighbor, you know, so. <clears throat> We're good? Okay. Om Tat Sat Om Swasti Prajabya Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahim Mahishaha Go Brahmanebya Shubamastu Nityam Lokaha Samastaha Sukino Bhavantu Kale Varshatu Prajanyaha Prativi Sasya Shalani Desho Yang Shobritaha Brahmana Santunirbhyaha Aputra Putrina Santu Putrina Santu Pautrinaha Adana Sadana Santu Jeevantu Shadam Shatam Sarvesham Swastir Bhavatu Sarvesham Shantir Bhavatu 
ಸಾಡ್ವೂರ್ಣು ಸಾಂಗಳು ಸುಖಿ ಸಾಮಯ್ರಾಣಿ ಪಶ್ಯಂತ ಮಾ ಕಷ್ಟಿತ್ಕಭಾಗವೇತ್ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ತತ್ಸತ್ ಉಪ್ಸ್ ಓಂ ಅಸಥೋ ಮಾತ್ಕಮಯ ತಮಸೋ ಮಾತೀರ್ಗಮಯ ಮೃತ್ಯೋರ್ಮಾ ಅಮೃತಂಗಮಯ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾದಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ತತ್ಸತ್ ಪ್ರಮಾರ್ಪಣಮಸ್ತು ಓಕೆ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಸ್ಟೇ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ರಿಸೈಟ್ ಸೂತ್ರಸ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಐ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟೆಡ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಡನ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇಟ್ ಬಿ ನೈಸ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ಅ ಅ ಫೀಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹೌ ಇಟ್ ಫ್ಲೋಸ್ without breaking up the words how it all chants together runs together <clears throat> should only take about 5 or 6 minutes om paramatmane namaha shri patanjala yoga darshanam ಅಥ ಕಾಯ ಪಾದ ಜನ್ಮಷಧಿ ಮಂತ್ರತಪಸ್ಸಿಧ್ಯಂತರಪರಿಣಾಮ ಪ್ರಕಟ್ಯ ಪೂರಾತ್ಮಿತ್ತಮಪ್ರಯೋಜಕಂ ಪ್ರಕೃತೀನಾಂವರ್ಣಭೇದಸ್ತುತಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಿಕವತ್ ನಿರ್ಮಾಣಚಿತ್ ಪ್ರವೃತ್ತಿಭೇದೆ ಪ್ರಯೋಜಕ ಚಿತ್ತಮೇಕಮನೇಕೇಶಾನಜಮನಾಶಯ ಕಾಡ್ಮಾಶುಕ್ಲಾಕೃಷ್ಣ ಯೋಗಿನಸ್ತ್ರಿತರೇಷ ತತಸ್ತ್ವಿಪಾಕಾನುಗುಣಾಮೇವಾಭ್ಯಕ್ತಿರ್ವಾಸನಾಮ್ಯಾನಂತಾರ್ಯಂ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಸಂಸ್ಕಾರೋರೇಕೂಪತ್ಸಾಮಿಶೋ ನಿತ್ಯತ್ವಾತ್ ಹೇತುಫಲಾಶ್ರಯಾಲಂಬನೈ ಸಂಗ್ರಹೀತ್ವಾ ತರಭಾವ 
अतीतागत स्वूपतोस्तभेदाधर्मा ते व्यक्तसूक्ष्मुणात्मा हरिनाकदस्तुतस्तुसा चिभेदाभक्तफंथा चैकचितंत्र प्रमाणकृपरागापेक्षिवाचिवस्तुतवृत्तस्तुषस्पिना चितृश्ये बुद्धिबुद्धेरति प्रसंग स्मृति संघरश्चितेरतिसंक्रमायास्तराकारापत्तावेदन दृष्टदृश्योपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ोपड़ो
ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ತತ್ಸತ್ ಭ್ರಮಾರ್ಪಣಮಸ್ತು Okay, thank you. Thank you for staying. Happy moon day. Oh, yes, tomorrow the moon day. Very good. I'm happy about that. Uh It's nice, huh? To flow it all together. Different experience than breaking it up. Yeah. But we have to break it up to learn it. Otherwise, it's just the big slur. If you think you've learned it all fast, it's probably a slur. <laughs> so, very good. Guys have a good evening.